What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and you guys are listening to a special edition. This is the Babe Ruth Rebut to Bill Burr edition. Bill called us out. He called me and Giannis Pappas out. Giannis is here now, so uh, I said I was going to do this before my regularly scheduled uh, podcast, which will be um, tomorrow. But I have Giannis here. Giannis, what's up? Yeah, let's cheers malts right yeah, here. Yeah, we got some malts. We got a couple of malts. We got, we got a couple of malts, and we're ready to go. We're getting to the bottom of this. Uh, yep. Uh, like I said, though, regular podcast with all the you know the unacceptables and the sports and the movie stuff and what's going on in comedy and career stuff and traveling. That's all coming out tomorrow. But this right here is what you guys were waiting for. This is the um, rebut. I spoke about it a little bit on... Um, uh, uh, Peter uh, Schrager's podcast. Shout out to him. Great time. I'll talk more about that on the podcast tomorrow. But uh, so for the people that don't know what this is, for you guys that are just seeing a bonus podcast, I'm sure most of you guys know by now. But uh, what's happening is, and if you hear some music in the background, we're actually upstairs, uh, Stand Up Labs in New York City, upstairs from uh, Stand Up New York. They're having their holiday party tonight, and um, they let us use their studios up here. So we're thankful and gracious, but you may hear some thumping and you may hear some rap in the background. That's just uh, part of what we're doing here. We had to get this out tonight. Okay, so for the people that don't know what's going on, Bill Burr and I started a argument, as we always do. 95% 95% sports-related arguments, and my argument was that there is Babe Ruth and everybody else. He's the greatest baseball player to ever live. I don't care what time or decade. Burr said, absolutely not. Um, it was a beer league. He was a fat slob. I do have to say this, though. Bill did say that he would give him 600 home runs and he would still be a Hall of Famer, but he automatically is taking away 20 30% of what the guy did, and there's no way he would be as dominant or the greatest player ever. And he's taking away that 20 or 30% because this was before the integration of baseball where black players played. That's right. He's saying that because he did not have to go against African-American, Latino players, and it was only you know white guys that it was a beer league and all that. So he called Giannis and I out. He fucking trashed us. He told us to get our malts. And we, and were, we got a couple of malts. <laughs> we got a couple, couple of malts. A couple of malts. Like hey. a couple of schoolboys. <laughs> drinking a couple like, of malts, a having couple, a good old time. Who know nothing. And, and about to rip this <laughs> argument apart because... If you're not the only people who should be saying that, the only argument is there's Babe Ruth and there's everybody else. Anybody else saying that cannot be. It's not an adult conversation. <laughs> it's not an adult. I conversation. love when you do that. He is the Michael Jordan I, of baseball. You know, I agree, and and, he, and 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 this is one thing. So let, let's get into some of the arguments. Okay, I'll say my points. You jump in on your points. Oh, it's gonna I, be a joke. And everybody's gonna everybody's gonna have a good time with this. And then what we're gonna do is me, Giannis, Bill. And and maybe even somebody else. We want to get like a like a like a baseball player, but we're going to sit down over a couple of malts, over a couple of malts, and we're going to have a good time with this. So maybe a couple of sticks too. Here is my here is my oh, definitely a couple of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick after this. No, yeah, we're going to stick. No, of course this. we yeah, are. Maybe a little whiskey. All right, yeah, a little couple couple two. celebration whiskey because this is going to be a joke. Okay. This is like okay. So here's first of all. Here's the first thing that I want to say about the, the, the beer league, which is, which is crazy. For everybody out there that thinks that Babe Ruth, and listen, I did research. See, this is the one thing that Burr didn't do. 
Burr didn't do any research. Burr just saw a fat Yankee who dominated. Yes, he was a Red Sox, but everybody knows it from a Yankee. He saw a fat guy who ate hot dogs, and he was a slob, and it didn't really count. And, and he was it. playing during the Paperboy era, see? <laughs> playing during that era, but there was no black people around, see? Yeah, yeah. But here, we're going to get to that in a second. Here's the, here's the, how's that malt? <laughs> Malt's here, pretty good, see? Here, here's what, Extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Read all about it. No, this is what I want to say, okay, to Bill and everybody else. Who took? Because I know a lot of people on Twitter took that side. Here's what it is. What people don't understand about Babe Ruth, and I did research, and I read, and I read everything about it, and then not only that, I saw pictures, and I actually saw the guy's physical state. Babe Ruth was not a fat slob until the last three and a half, four years of his fucking career. And he that was is still jacking him out. And, and listen, when, and when he wasn't that big, if you look at him 1927, 1928, up to like 1933, he fucking looks better or the sa- better if not, yeah, the same or better than David Ortiz on the fucking Red Sox right now who jacks him out in that fucking sandbox that they call a stadium out there because both sides, both sides are like Yankee Stadium's right porch. Yeah. Okay? So this guy was not even close. Look at pictures of him. He actually, the, the, so so he was a fat tub of shit. I got Tony Gwynn. I got Cecil Fielder. I got David Ortiz. I got John Cruck. Not to mention the coked out beer drinking Mets who won in 1986 with Kevin Mitchell. Kevin Mitchell was a fat slob running around the field. In baseball, your fucking physical, your physical attributes in baseball actually go out the window. Here's the premise. Burr's making the, uh, the argument that would apply to basketball and football but not to baseball. Not to baseball peaked a lot earlier as a sport and it's not a typical sport where athletic prowess determines how good of a ball player you are, exemplified by the examples you just gave. Tony Gwynn. Tony yeah. Gwynn, probably the best hitter I've ever seen while I was alive. The dude was, I mean, let's be honest. I saw God rest he was his built soul. like a piece of shit. God rest his soul. I saw Tony Gwynn in 1997. I believe it was a year a year before he retired, something like that. Late. I, it was the first time and and last time I ever walked into Shea Stadium. That shithole. But that's another. That's a story for another day. He was huge. His gut was over the belt. He looked like a baseball manager, and I never forget. He walked to the plate. You knew it was the last couple of years. This guy was big. His jowls were out. His gut was out. He had an 0-2 count. And he was so good, he just slapped the double in the gap. Stand-up double for that weight. Placement hitter. Just, just, just an absolute... That guy, Cecil Fielder, big guy. Now, another thing... Now, imagine, he was, like, he was built like Tony Gwynn, like a piece of shit, Babe Ruth. So he was, he was just as good a hitter, okay? And then he was also a power hitter on top of that. And during his career, he also stole 123 bases yeah. before he assumed that piece of shit body that fucking from eating all those hot dogs i mean the guy did everything he was he was an above average fielder yeah. i mean it's a joke now now listen before we even get into because i think i have the i i think the the point that i have and and we've talked about it i think that that really solidifies him as the greatest ever and i'll get to that after but this guy oh we got a lot more now, that, uh, no. we, we haven't even dented it no no no, no. <laughs> yeah. no. but here's the thing ruth Ruth, forget the fact that he hit 714 home runs. Mm -hmm. Ruth, the amount of doubles he got, okay? And everybody, like not everybody, saying that it was a beer league with fat slobs, do you know what how fucking disrespectful that is to Ty Cobb, who is on every historical list as one of the top 10 greatest baseball players, Rogers Hornsby? So all of these guys weren't tubs of shit, and yet this tub of shit has more doubles than them. Than them. And I'll do you one better. It was a beer league and a drug league in the 80s. 
Nineties, yeah, seventies. All the ball players drink. They show up hungover. They show up. remember the '86 Mets. That whole fucking team was drunk a, the whole fucking because, time. Yes, and it's a. And here's the other thing. This is a fucking. This is a. This is a fucking joke. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the funniest thing. To call it a beer league, okay? You cannot call something a beer league when a ball was hit 500 feet. 500 Do you know feet. the velocity of a baseball in order to hit a home run, even 300 or something? Babe Ruth has been known, and it has been done. This guy's hit mammoth 460-foot home runs. That's a beer league does not, the velocity of a baseball in a beer league, It's a, you can't even say that. It's, it's, Most it's, of his home runs, a sizable number at least, were 500 feet. To put that into perspective, Mickey Mantle's longest home run, that famous home run, was 565 feet. So he was jacking them out on the regular at 500 feet. Yes. In bigger ballparks during the dead ball era. Yeah. No, he didn't hit that many during the dead ball era. But when the ball, when the when the dead ball era turned to live ball, he was hitting them that far. So he was so so just to be clear, he was hitting the most home runs in the live ball era and the dead ball and era. And the dead ball era. He and led the league with 11. That was just a different game. It was it was it was a dead ball era, but he was still even when it was the dead ball era, he was still hitting more home runs than all his contemporaries. Yeah. He was the best hitter, the best power hitter, and that's just the way it was. Now the bat that Babe Ruth used was about 12 to 14 ounces more. Bats today are like 36 to 38. This guy had a fucking bat he had a that heavier was bat. This guy had and he also wanted a heavier bat yeah. because he could turn on it because that, you know, he could turn on anything because he was a moose he was this yeah, is, this is a phenomenal it. this is this is a once in a lifetime yeah, athlete absolutely he was the michael jordan of baseball he took baseball from the dead ball era into the live ball era it, baseball peaked earlier he made baseball just the way michael jordan made basketball and you can't say the game has evolved that much you can say that for football and you can say that for basketball where athletic prowess is so much of what determines how good of a player it is. But back then, guys were throwing in the 90s. Yeah. They were throwing breaking stuff. And here's the thing. Yes, there were no relief pitchers, okay? But you're thinking they're not going to throw their best stuff when Ruth comes to the plate? They got him out a lot. He, the guy struck out a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah. And they also were able to scuff the ball and do a lot more dirty shit back then, which they did, which was more the norm back then. So that made it which kind difficult. Of, which which kind of tries to which, which counteracts which counteracts the fact that a reliever could be coming in. I mean, I listen. Absolutely. The one thing, the, and I've always said this. I think the one thing that Bill said, which I do, I do agree with, and I and I told you this too. I don't know how you feel about it. I definitely feel that having a guy fresh, having a guy come in fresh in the eighth or ninth, throwing ninety-eight, that's hard for guys today. That's, that's gonna hard be hard for anybody. anybody. Right. That's gonna be that's in gonna, any era. Right. That, that that's not specific to Babe Ruth. But I, I'm gonna tell. I think Ruth is bigger than Jordan, and here's why: because at least Jordan had Magic and Bird, and even Dr. J, and you could go far. I know Jordan took it to another level. This guy was. People came to see baseball because of Babe Ruth. Now Burr said he thinks he would have been a Hall of Famer and six, hit 600 home runs. If that's the case, if he really thinks that. Okay, and I didn't even get I didn't even get into his pitching yet. Let's say you hit 600 home runs, and you're the reason why ballparks were fucking people were coming out to see mammoth home runs and see this fucking larger than life thing. Right there, right fucking there. When you talk about all time greats, now Bill says go fuck yourselves with the historic list. He would have hit more than 600 home every, runs. Every every historic list and guys that do this for a living. We're a couple fucking comedians who drink scotch and smoke cigars, arguing and malts okay? on occasion and, and, and when when challenged. Too. <laughs> but we're sitting here talking shit. There are people that have dedicated years to finding out all the stats and every historic. List. I looked at all of them. They have uh, Ruth one and Mays two. Every fucking one. Ty Cobb, who also played in this beer league, three or four. You know, look at Rogers. I'm just saying that now. 
Here's, here's, here's where I think that the, the argument's over. I mean, I already think it's over, but here's where I think the argument All is right, over. So before we get to the argument being over and the specific yeah. uh, argument that he's making, let's just, before we hit to that, let's just talk about, let's just yeah. talk about one time go over Babe Ruth's career numbers. Okay. Can we just one time go I, over his career numbers? Let's do it. And we're not even going to mention the pitching. We're not even going to mention <laughs> no, the pitching. No, the pitching comes. We're not even, Willie Mays? Okay, Willie Mays. <laughs> Offensive player Babe yeah, Ruth, yeah. they're in the same. They're, it's neck and neck. It's neck okay. and neck. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what Willie Mays' ERA was. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, Ken, Ken Griffey Jr. never came in and threw a pitch. Barry Bonds never came in and threw a pitch. Willie Mays didn't. This guy did it in the World Series. This guy threw no hitters. Okay, this guy was now. The, 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 now there's an argument saying, well, today it's one or the other because you know Bryce Harper could throw 95 miles an hour, but it's one or the other. The bottom line is nobody was gonna fucking hit 500. Nobody was gonna hit 500. Dude, Babe Ruth's last year was like 1937 or something like that. He only was able to play 28 games. You know how many home runs he had in 28 games? Like six. I mean, the guy, the guy, and you. The said, guy was a phenom. He was a phenom, and he, he wasn't a small man. It's not like it's not like we're talking about a different era where guys. The guy was six two, six three. He was a big man. Yeah. He was a big man. And you get your power from your ass and your waist, and it's a hand-eye coordination now, game. Doesn't matter whether you're black, Hispanic, or white. The game now is still dominated by white players, yeah. majority white players. Even at its peak, yeah. the game only was 18% black at its peak. That is different from the NFL and NBA, which is dominated now by black players. The, the, the argument that he's making does not apply to baseball, where there was only and has only been a few dominant black pitchers. There's been the most yeah. dominant pitchers have been white pitchers. Yeah. Just by the numbers. No, speaking of what you said is hand eye coordination. So when he was doing this shit and nobody couldn't understand why none of these other men, none of these other men were doing what he was doing, Columbia University wanted to look at him. And they said that the reason why he was able to do it, it's the same thing with Rory McElroy in golf. Do you know that my buddy's a golf pro? He said Rory McElroy has these extra wide hips. You know, he's got like fucking bitch hips. Mm -hmm. And when he walks, you could tell he's got like he's got these those fucking good birthing hips. So, so yeah, when, yeah he's got twins. Yeah, so he's got he's got that. So they say when he turns on the golf ball and his body is like straight down, where his legs are in the ground, and he turns, his hips are just bigger. That's why he hits the ball like this. They said Columbia University said not only was his fucking nervous system different, they said his hand-eye coordination and everything they tested was almost that of a a perfect fucking dude. Okay, the same way that fucking Rory McIlroy hits, and I know Burr's going, oh, fuck the university. I'm yeah, I was drinking a fucking beer. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it doesn't, listen. Just like we do in fucking Boston. Uh, it, uh, to, to say that it's a beer league, then the guy cannot hit a ball that far because of velocity now. There was no radar guns, but we also looked it up and did information there, which fucking Burr didn't do. I looked it up, you looked it up, mm -hmm. and it said no radar gun, but these nerd scientists can tell the time it takes. And a guy said, what, up 80s to 90, and 80s and 80s 90s? And 90s. They were throwing it almost exactly the same that they were throwing now. No guys were hitting the high 90s, but how, 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 for how long can a guy throw in the high 90s? No, except for a few pitchers, Nolan Ryan, a few others. Nobody's throwing in the high 90s more than five, six innings. And he would have adapted. All right, because the ball comes in six miles faster, it's going the fuck out six miles faster. Because the guy had hand-eye coordination no, the guy and bat speed. He would have turned on it. He would have turned on it. Yeah. And it was going out. He was hitting balls 500 fucking feet out. It's the same size. The game evolved a, a lot earlier in baseball. It's been peaking for a lot longer. It's yeah. not an athletic game where this, where this argument applies. That's what I'm saying. Now, here are the career numbers, Paul Verz, from the Paul Verzi effect. <laughs> you cocksucker! <laughs> In two two thousand five hundred and three games, in eight thousand three hundred and ninety nine at bats, the dude had over two thousand runs, two thousand one hundred and seventy four runs, two 
2,873 hits, 714 home runs that held as the most of all time till Hank Aaron Blatt, and then whatever fucking other steroids that don't count, those steroid heads, that doesn't count. It's fucking Hank Aaron's the only legitimate person who finally beat it. So that record stood for a long time. And then RBIs over 2,000, 2,214, and a fucking lifetime career batting average as a home run hitter who struck out all the time at 342. It's a joke. The <laughs> argument could be made even without the pitching, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, we will never see a player like no, Babe Ruth again. Yeah, we but, will never, we've never seen I him before, the, and we won't see him again. Right, but the reason why I say all-time and he's number one on every list is because on top of all that, the guy could come in and he was fucking undefeated in the World Series. This is a Hall of Fame pitcher. We are talking about a guy who threw 29 scoreless innings in the World Series, dude. It, yeah, it's... it's he's and, got seven World Series titles. Yeah. A couple as a pitcher. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> that record stood for a long time. And Not only was he able to be a decent, if he was a decent pitcher, if he had these fucking astounding, crazy fucking numbers that only a handful of guys could even come close to, he would still be in the argument for maybe the best. And then let's say he was even a decent pitcher. Then that blows your mind. You're like, wow, this guy was a decent pitcher. Yeah. He was a decent fucking pitcher. But he was a lights out, Cy Young caliber, first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah. And how about this? It's about, it, an absolute <laughs> closing bit fucking joke. <laughs> no, but here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. What would he have done? You know, Burr was saying, what would he have done against Mariano? You know what he would have done? He would have struck out a lot, but then what you know what else? What everybody else do he, against he also, Mariano? But you know what? He would also catch up to a couple yeah. and take them fucking yards. Yes. And that's what he do. And listen, I, I agree. Randy Johnson, okay? Right, Kurt now, Schilling. Well, now back Greg up. Maddox. And, and preface why you're making that argument, because these, according to his argument, these are all white pitchers. Right. The most dominant pitcher I've ever seen was Randy Johnson well, in Pete, our generation. Well, Pete Rose said... He was black. Pete Rose... I mean, was, he was white. Yeah, Pete Rose said by far the best pitcher he's ever won against. Pete Rose, you know the amount of Sandy hits he's Cole. got. He says Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Okay, so, white. So, Jewish cat. Small. Yeah. Yeah, taking uh, off for Rosh Hashanah and, saying, and shit. And right, you guys weren't throwing it in. The <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, Sa Sandy Koufax, a small guy. Yeah. You know, there are guys, all of the guys that are, 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 are even on the ballot, who are, guys who aren't Hall of Famers but on the ballot this year, Kurt Schilling, Mike Messina. These are all like 240, 250 game winners, okay? White. Okay. Bum so, Gardner, now most listen. dominant pitcher now. Yeah. White. Fine. Randy Satchel Johnson. So, White. Satchel, so, so the hitting, the whole thing with hitting the is, color, I don't care. Yeah, the color. The color barrier argument doesn't hold water. It doesn't even make any sense. The speed of the pitching doesn't mean... How fast did Greg Maddox throw in our era? Yeah, no. In our the era. 80s? He was throwing slower than a lot of guys in, in Babe Ruth's era. Well, you made a point about... Jamie Moyer. This is junk. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Jamie Moyer. It's over. <laughs> Jamie Moyer, it's over. The guy was 40 fucking yeah. thousand and years old. And, oh, yeah. and he was the ace for the Seattle Mariners at that point in his career. Throwing sometimes in the fucking 70s. These yeah. slow curveballs that came in at 72. That's throw He's probably throwing 15 miles an hour slower than the average pitcher during Babe Ruth's era. Yeah. It's the, 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 the athletic prowess in baseball, it's a, it's, it's, it's a finesse game. It's a fucking finesse game. It's not, it's not an athletic, an athletic, you got the point. No, I get it. You get, get the it. point. Jamie Moyer, I, it's over. Just say Jamie but, Moyer and the argument's over. But, but here's the thing. I actually think the fact that He Babe couldn't go yard on Jamie Moyer oh. in our... That's a, that's a pitcher from our era. A dominant pitcher for a couple of years. Dude, Not dominant Ruth, like the best, dude, but an ace on a staff. Babe Ruth would have hit the ball from Yankee Stadium to North Salem. <laughs> he would have okay, put that shit up in Westchester. Dude, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. He would have hit that shit to Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so now listen. Now listen, I got I got more here. We I got more because oh, I we're not done. No 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 I, no 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 because look, 
I can't listen to people say that it's a beer league and this guy. I actually think the fact that this guy drank whiskey, ate hot dogs, and lived his life like that. Don't forget, nobody nobody wants to understand that. They said Mickey Mantle almost did the same. Just because Mickey Mantle's physical stature, that doesn't matter. Mickey Mantle hit 536 home runs, and he was out. Every they said his his teammates would fight with him. That the fucking what Maris said in the 1961 season. He goes, "What are you doing, dude? You're Mickey Mantle." They got into a fist fight. He goes, "What are you doing, dude? You're fucking married. You got kids at home. You're fucking just coming home, rancid, drunk. He's getting lifted up. The the bellman and the doorman in his in his hotel lifting him up to his thing, staggering, coming to the stadium, belt buckling his belt, just hitting fucking mammoth home runs and stuff. He was an alcoholic." I mean, in a different era, it I, doesn't matter. How about this different sport? Chris Mullen was an alcoholic. The dude who's drinking every fucking night. He's a Hall of Fame basketball player in this era. Yeah. So you're saying that that era drinking is drinking. If you're having a couple pops, it doesn't matter. If it was in the 30s or the 80s. If you're a phenom fucking athlete, a once in a lifetime athlete. Okay, Chris Mullen's not in that category. But Chris Mullen is a Hall of Famer. He's yeah. fucking, he was a drunk. Lawrence Taylor was on crack. Yeah. He's the best defensive player of all time. He was smoking well, crack, like you said, cocaine, like, and he was an alcoholic. But like what you it said, doesn't apply to no, phenomenal talent. No, but what you said was was true. Basketball and football, this is different. You have to be, even though even though um, Lawrence Taylor was a fucking physical specimen to the likes that we haven't seen in the NFL, jumping over the line, you know, high on co- ripping, ripping the speed, the power, the the the, the 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 mental acumen to, to know where the ball was. It was crazy to they, follow the ball like a fucking guided missile. You know what the funny thing is, Burr probably. Turn this off fucking 20 minutes ago. But here, here's the thing. Okay. Hey, what's up, man? Um, I got I gotta I gotta talk about this. Um I want to talk about this uh not only the not only the stature with the the guy's you know body and how fat he was and all the shit he was doing and all the stuff that he was drinking and all the stuff that he was smoking. The fact that his stats, his running to second base and his running the bases. Okay, was fast. No, he was actually fast for his size. He was fast. Got over 120 stolen bases in his career. I think he stole home plate a few times. Like the guy was. I don't know about that. Are you sure about that? We're we're trying to get everything true on this. You know that for I never heard that. Listen, I heard that Babe Ruth stole home plate six times. That's what I heard. Six times. I heard he stole. You know, I don't know. All right. Listen. So if that is, you know what that is. That's just the cherry on top. That's just the cherry on top. We don't need the cherry. But you know that it's a garnish. It's a garnish on the plate of this argument now, that you yeah. don't need. If it's there, the plate looks even more beautiful. Okay. Now here's here's one thing that I want to here's one thing that I wanted to say. You know because I wa- I wanted to get facts with this. I wanted to get facts with this just because and it's never going to happen. Bill's never going to say. He's still going to say. I think the guy's a hall of famer. He should have won six hundred, but he's going to stick to his argument. And that's fine. But we're rebuttaling. We, we we want everybody to get involved in this because this is probably going to be something that never ends, which is hilarious. But my buddy. Uh, Mitch Botanic, shout out to Mitch. Mitch, uh, I went to school with him. He played uh, baseball through um, college, and then he uh, wrote for the Bleacher Report. He did something with the Mets, and he's just a baseball guy. And he wrote these things, and this is what he said. He said, um, he said, uh, okay, Burr's main argument was that Babe Ruth can't be the best player of all time because he played before the color barrier was broken. This is a flawed argument for a couple of reasons. Number one, color barrier prevented players of African descent from playing Major League Baseball, but some Latino, Native Americans, and Hawaiians were allowed to play. The reason there wasn't more playing at the time was due to lack of scouting in Latin American countries. After the color barrier was broken, the highest percentage of African Americans in the league was 18.7%. In 19. 
uh, 81 to now, it is back down to 8%. The percentage of Latinos has increased up to almost 30%, but baseball is still dominated by white players. Number two, comparing a player of African descent or Hispanic descent from today and 1925 would have been... Uh, been night and day as well. They would have as much less athletic ability due to having enhanced training and practice regiments. Burr is assuming that Babe Ruth would have had the same training habits in 2015 as he did in 2027, but doesn't take into account uh, what Barry Bonds may have been like playing in 1927. Oh, that's a beautiful way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's all relative. He made the Barry, reverse argument. Yeah, uh, it's all relative. Barry Bonds wouldn't be the same Barry Bonds in 2003 as he would have been in 19. 1927 and Babe Ruth would arguably be more of a beast had he played today with advances in training. Three, there were fewer teams when Babe Ruth played, which means it was much more difficult to be playing professional baseball back then. Lack of jobs. As Black Barrier was broken, there was also expansion, which ultimately waters down the talent levels because you have to fill out teams with players and would not have been good enough to play when there were fewer teams in the league. So it is probably the fact that talent level remained constant over time. All things considered, uh... Bill James, the father of baseball statistics, has Babe Ruth greatest player of all time by a pretty large margin. It's not even close. The players had to take steroids to try to match and beat Babe Ruth's records. Can you imagine how many home runs Ruth would have hit had he been roided up in the 90s? <laughs> oh my God, it would have been fucking... He would have been hitting him, he would have been hitting him to other states, dude. Look, I, I think and that And we're this, not even talking I, about him as a pitcher I yet. think that ba some people... You actually, the most people, the uninformed people like Burr and all these people that see a fat guy and don't fucking have any facts, all they're doing is just seeing this guy. And, and But the people who get it understand what this guy, this guy, people want to knock him for fucking the era he was grew up in. But when people say watching what he did was ridiculous, it was almost like not watching a fucking human, watching a ball at the highest point in the air going out of a stadium 500 feet, but then it keeps going and goes faster and higher. Like, this is all shit. And then his numbers are there to prove it. Uh, so... And this is the, the. Do you have anything else that you wanted to? Well, I just, I'm just I'm just waiting to talk to, about him as a pitcher. I mean, we're not we haven't got there yet. We haven't we've mentioned it, but we haven't got to the fucking numbers. The numbers are astounding as a pitcher. How many wins as a pitcher? Well, well first we'll say this: he posted a .87 ERA in three World Series starts, and his record of 29, two and three consecutive scoreless innings is was a fucking record. I think it may even stand. If it doesn't, it was it was a record for like a hundred years. Scoreless fucking innings. 23 scoreless innings in the World Series. He has a lifetime career ERA of 2.27, which is 16th best of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke. Yeah, and Seven if, World Series fucking rings. And what about all those other pitchers who pitched back then? Where, Why aren't they on the list? How about people that it was their job back then, their only one job to pitch? How come none of them are on that list? Because <laughs> they're not right? as good as Babe Ruth. All of the He's pitchers, got a career 94 so, and 46 records. So basically what that says is all of the pitchers from all of those 20s and 30s and all of those teams, all of those pitchers whose single sole job was to was pitch. To pitch are not even close. Not even close. To what this man did. Not even close. Drunk, hungover, hitting bombs, 
playing right field, stealing bases. His his his. his what is he ranked in the top five in doubles? It's not even. Cl- it's, it's a not fucking even cl- joke. <laughs> it's <laughs> a fuck. It's comical. It's, you it's can't com- make the argument. And, and you can't be an adult and make the argument. <laughs> here's the thing. Which is funny that he was calling his kids because <laughs> you can't make the. You can't be a grown up and make this argument. I I. Think- you can't pay taxes and make this <laughs> argument. You can't I, look at somebody in the face and say I paid my taxes and told the government I wasn't hiding anything and make this argument. It, you know what? That what what what. Uh, the guy pitched nine shutouts. It, nine shutouts. It's. I mean, I'm walking away. What would, this, no, this what, 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 what would Babe Ruth do? What would Babe Ruth do today? I mean, if Babe Ruth had the if Babe Ruth Dude, had the training. I mean, listen, he, 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 go a, out he was and, six foot two. Yeah, it's big in any era. Okay, like we said, it it just comes down to his argument only applies and it applies aptly to football and basketball. You yeah. got to give him that. It does not apply to baseball, where white players dominated the amount of players uh, throughout history, even when the game was integrated. But what is hitting a pitch And the most you- dominant white players were just as good as the most dominant black players. That does. That's not true for basketball and football. Where obviously, first of all, black could, players took over. Yeah, and the, and but, but first act- of all, I'll argue this: the white baseball player was always better than the black one, right? Per you know, like on a, average, amount of, like yeah. like if you do the numbers, some of the best of all time are black: Hank Aaron, right. Willie Mays, right. Bob Gibson, no, but Satchel Peel. But right. how many dominant black pitchers can you even think of? That's or, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm basically and, talking about the pitching and like, Hispanic. It's, it's and, mostly white. Most of the pitchers who've been dominant have yeah, been white. And it's not. Listen, it's not because. The, the white ball player is better than the black ball player. It's just because there were more white, there were more white players. But but that if it was if it, if it at its highest was eighteen point seven percent, then the, the the Ruth argument doesn't apply. And what's a black player going to do? Throw three hundred miles an hour? They're throwing yeah. the same They're fucking the same. mile per hour as the white player. Yeah. Because baseball, look, for some reason, and black David athletes, Ortiz is David Ortiz is a tub of shit. He's a tub of shit. David Ortiz he jacks see, him out. David Ortiz fucking runs for his life to get to second base. I call him the big sloppy because he's fuck. Listen, the guy hits bombs. Yeah. The guy could turn on a pitch and hit a fucking bomb. <laughs> I, listen, I've seen him hit a lot of bombs against Mike Messina yeah. and all those playoff fucking series because he took Messina yard a lot. David Ortiz is a tub of shit. Mm-hmm. He's a tub of shit. He runs down first like he's got a load of shit in his pants. Okay, his fucking gut is out. Look at pictures of Ruth in 1930. He's not that fucking big. Right. Baseball is just big. a different game. You just need to sit at that plate, stand up there, and jack one out. You got to have power. You got to have some natural, God-given gift. Big forearms, waist, be able to turn in a ball, and hand-eye coordination. It doesn't matter what era. Like we emphasized, guys were throwing just as hard. Uh, yeah, there were no relief pitchers. He made that argument. But like we said, guys were able to scuff the ball, put all types of shit on the ball, shave it down, do all sorts of stuff that people looked the other way, that the league or whatever uh, looked the other At the time, it was normal. He, it was the here, norm. Here's the last thing I'm going to say. Pitchers Babe were Ruth, tricky, and they, they struck him out a lot. He failed a lot. I, here, here's what I'm going to say, okay? And, and I'm going to end my thing with this. We're almost a half hour, and you can make your closing arguments. Uh, the malts were delicious. Yeah, just be redundant at this point. No, but here's, here's the thing, what I'll say, okay? Uh, Babe Ruth, if Bill wants to take away and give up to six, uh, up to give him 600 home runs, which makes him clearly a Hall of Famer because not many people have done that, okay? If Babe Ruth hit 600 home runs and he's still a Hall of Famer, okay, and... He was a pitcher the way that he was a pitcher, pitching no hitters, going into World Series games, and not just winning, dominating. He could have been, he was a first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher, 
Okay, look at his Hall of Fame class and look what he did. It's insane. But all that aside, taking it all aside, let's give him, let's say Burr's right for a second. This is how much he's number one. Let's say Bill's right for a second. Take away 20% of what he did. The fact that he's the reason the game is fucking what it is today and people come. Already you could argue greatest ever, but then the numbers take it over the top. The, the numbers, his, his, his ability to turn on a ball is fucking great. I want to close with the one story. This is, I know Bill's heard this. He probably turned this shit off a long time ago, but, uh, you know, I, I just don't understand he why. He turned it off a long time ago because yeah. he realized no. quite early <laughs> <laughs> that he had, his argument didn't even hold water. Yeah. You know what I, no, Bill, you saw it. Bill was on. Um, I mean, if he's going to keep having that argument, he's got to stop paying no, taxes. No, Burr was on. You no, got to stop paying taxes. If you're going to do that, you got to just, get, you got to pack it in and no, go back to grade school. This it's is a what, joke this of an is, argument. This is what it's Babe Ruth and everybody else. Yeah, that's that's I agree. just how it is. But here's the thing. Listen, we, uh, Bill said on uh, Comedians in Cars with Coffee that he was like learning to, you know, get a helicopter. <laughs> Bill, why don't you fly that helicopter to Cooperstown? <laughs> And landed on Babe Ruth's wing, okay. And then get out and get informed with it, and then come back and and, and then come back and talk about. It. I'm gonna end it with this. You have anything else? No, I'm good. All right, here's what I want to end it with. This is not for Bill. Bill's heard me say this story a million times. This is a story to just close this out. I just want to uh, say quickly, thank you for calling me hilarious. It was a big honor. Uh, so that's all I wanted to say. Oh, oh, oh you mean Burr? <laughs> yeah, Burr called me uh, hilarious, and it was one of the best feelings ever. He's the best. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, he's he's the best, and uh, best stand up I've his, ever his, seen. His his new his new special. Um, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way on Netflix. It's just it's such a joke. It's, it's the baby. It's, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. You know, they're all they're all amazing. And I but I had saw it been in 1927, it might not be the same special. <laughs> it may not be the same special. It may not be the same special in 1933. No, I mean, but, you know, back then but, it was a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But what I, what I'll say is, and you know, Bill has been great. I love Bill. Bill is the greatest. Um, and Bill but he's was just dead Bill wrong was, on But this. Bill was Bill was kind enough to actually go on and say, "You guys come and rebut, and then we'll sit down together and we'll have a great time. We're gonna get some we'll get some malts." And I know Bill has heard this story, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, you know, Burr's coming back with something else. He's gonna come back with something else. He's not coming say, back with anything. No, he's, he's nothing to come he's back. He's gonna with. say the historians could go suck. Whatever. But anyway, uh, I just, <laughs> I'm gonna end it with the story against the Chicago the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Okay. So there's a story about um, everybody knew Ruth. Everybody knew Ruth liked to drink. Okay. And um, you could read this and shit, but everybody knew Ruth liked to drink. And uh, the Chicago team, the the, the Chicago uh, White Sox were in town. And they wanted to take Ruth out. And they knew that Ruth went out and drank with opponents. So they take him out. And they say he gets shit-faced till all hours of the night. God knows what he did. He was just getting hammered all night long. Okay. The next day, they come to the ballpark. And they're all laughing. And they're looking at him. And he's sloppy. And he looks like shit. And they're laughing. And he gets up to the plate. And all of the fucking socks come up to the dugout. And they're laughing and looking. And they liked him. They were friends. The guy fucking party. He's the type of guy. He never say no to his shot. Probably yeah. smoking sticks. It's a joke. <laughs> so he, he gets up to the plate. And he's and they said he was a mess and, the and best story. yeah he, he was a mess and he was all fucked up and he gets to the plate and they're looking and he swings and he misses on the first pitch right and they're laughing and they're looking and stuff and you know he sees them looking and then they say he swings so hard on the next one to shut him up that he almost like falls down like gets down on like a knee wipes himself off and they're laughing they said the third pitch, this is documented, they said the third pitch, this motherfucker jacked out about 520 feet. He runs around the bases, okay? He steps on home plate, walks to the Sox dugout, looks at them and says, hey, fellas, where are we going tonight? <laughs> it's, it's Ruth and everybody fucking else. That's it. I am going to leave it at that. I hope you guys enjoyed this rebut. 
Um, I, we enjoy it. We had fun with it. I hope you guys had fun with it. Uh, see what you say on Twitter. And uh, the next step is to get me, Giannis, Bill, a bunch of people. And we're just going to talk, not argue, and just talk, have a good time with it, laugh about it, and then we'll probably end up smoking a stick. So this has been um, a special edition Verzi Effect podcast, um, episode 194 of your regularly scheduled uh, TVE will be up tomorrow. Uh, I am going to the Hartford Funny Bone. I am co-headlining the Hartford Funny Bone this Thursday to Sunday. You could check that out. Check out the hilarious Giannis Pappas. I also talked about Giannis today on... Um on uh, Peter Schrager's podcast for Sp- Fox Sports. Uh, Giannis, absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, one of the funniest guys out here in New York doing it. Uh, and uh, you could check him out. Uh, Giannis Pappas. GiannisPappas.net. Uh, I'll be at the Bolton Center in Long Island February 7th um, in Bayshore and Levity Live. I'll be doing a weekend March 26th to 29th. So, New York area, please come out. Love you. TV. Oh, you got, for you life. Got, did you text? What's his name? No. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Let's go get another malt and a stick. Yeah, that's it, guys. The next one will be up. Thank you. Uh, this rebut will be up later tonight. You could check it out and uh, get me on Twitter at Paul Verzi, V I R Z I. This has been the Verzi Effect special edition with Giannis Pappas called the Babe Ruth Rebut to Bill Burr. Thanks, guys.